Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Here on the HIA Radio Network, you can find out more about us by going to the website America's healthcareadvocate.com. I'd love to hear from you on this show today. What are your thoughts on this? Um, send me an email. I'd like to hear your feedback. Go to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Also, the show is posted up there on a podcast. If you want to tell people about it, to go listen to it, please do that. You can also call 877-385-2224 if you want to chat with me about it or leave me a voicemail. I will get back to you. All right, before I get into what's going to happen to medical providers, let me let me read you this little piece out of the Wall Street Journal. <clears throat> Maybe Democrats should have looked at the results of the Vermont at, in Vermont, where Bernie Sanders' home state tried to set up a single payer system. A Democrat governor abandoned the idea in 2014. Once he started looking at an 11.5% payroll tax, a 9.5% income tax, and more increases to come, progressives couldn't even get a single payer up and running in a state with 625,000 people. Okay, all right. You know, so what am I saying? How are you going to do it with 325 million people when they couldn't do it with 625? And my point. My point in, in reading that little piece to you was that this part about income tax and payroll tax is real, people, okay? And that, that doesn't even, he said more taxes to come. That's the VAT tax, okay? So I just want to be clear that you need to understand what we're doing here. I'm not saying we can't do this. I'm not even going to say we shouldn't do it. I have an opinion, but I'm going to keep that to myself here. What I am saying is let's have an open, honest discussion about what this is going to look like if we move to it. It is not a panacea. It is a monster uh, and, and a very difficult program to implement. If you doubt that, look back at what happened when we implemented ACA. Do you remember that? When the computers didn't work and everything crashed and people were trying to get their health insurance? Do you remember all of that? Okay, so understand how this works, okay, and where we're going with it. All right, let me get this last piece here. <clears throat> so what happens to doctors and hospitals and providers? Well, if you go to Bernie Sanders' website and some of the other websites, they say they're going to get paid less. But you know what? It's going to be okay because they don't have to deal with the insurance companies anymore. Okay? They're going to, the insurance companies are going to go away. 156 million people, almost half of the people in this country, are going to lose their health insurance provided by their employer. All of the Medicare people are going to lose the Medicare supplements and Medicare Advantage plans. All that stuff's going to go away. And all they're going to have to do is deal with Medicare. Next time you're in your doctor's office, your provider's office, ask them how they enjoy dealing with CMS, the Center for Medicaid and Medicare Services. Ask them what it's, what, how much time they spend reporting, how many hoops they have to jump through, all the things that they have to do to comply with CMS. And I'm sure they'll give you an earful, all right? So, you know, that, that, that's not an answer, that they're not going to have to deal with insurance companies anymore, so they're going to be willing to accept less money um, and, 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 not, uh, uh, and continue providing the level of service they're providing. So let me explain how, how reimbursement or payment to hospitals and doctors is made. On the lowest tier, we have Medicaid, which pays well below what it costs doctors and hospitals, pharmacies, and clinics to perform their services. That's Medicaid. Then we have Medicare. Okay, so Medicare is the second level of payment. Still doesn't pay the hospitals and doctors enough to break even, but it's better than Medicaid. And then we have private health insurance. And this is the part of the equation, again, where honesty is important 
for everybody to understand and discuss. Health insurance companies pay typically 70% to 160% to 160% more than Medicare. What does that mean? That means on top of whatever the stated Medicare reimbursement is for a knee replacement, a gallbladder surgery, uh, a, a physical, whatever the case may be, health insurance companies, the, the companies I just named earlier, United Healthcare, Blue Cross and Blue Shield, Humana, Coventry, Aetna, et cetera, uh, <clears throat> they pay an additional 70 to 160%. And what does that do? That balances the books, people. Okay, That allows them to provide the level of service that they provide for Medicare recipients and allows them to actually deal with people uh, that are Medicaid recipients. The largest provider right now of insurance in the ACA private insurance market, in other words, the, the, the government-subsidized ACA Obamacare market is a company called AM Better, Centene, okay? They are a Medicaid provider. And the way they're making it work is they're telling the hospitals and the doctors, if you want this, these patients who want to continue seeing them, you're going to get paid at a level slightly below uh, uh, Medicare because that's or, or slightly above Medicare. I think it was 10% above Medicare last year, okay? Well, that's not working out real well. And they, you've got very narrow networks now with a lot of hospitals going, we're not going to accept that. We're, we're just not going to do business with them. We choose, not to, we choose not to do business with them. So if you take away, and the argument is circular here, so you understand we're going to go back to, if you remove those 156 million people on employer-sponsored health insurance and you get rid of that reimbursement level, how is that going to impact the doctors and the hospitals. Well, it's going to have a big impact, all right? And you're going to see uh, uh, fewer doctors, fewer hospitals. Um, you're not going to see the innovation we see now. You're not going to see new hospitals being built. You're going to see a, a stagnant marketplace because they, if they're not making a profit and they're not making any money, even if they're a not-for-profit hospital, people not-for-profit hospitals make a lot of money. If you doubt that, look at how many new add-ons there have been to these hospitals, okay? And the people that are going to scream the loudest when this Medicare for All comes to fruition and starts being seriously debated in Congress are the providers. Health insurance companies will scream because they're going to go out of business, but who's really going to scream are the doctors, hospitals, and the rest of them. So I, I hope today that I, that, I, that I laid this out so you can understand it, okay, and make sense out of it because it is a difficult topic it's a topic that is definitely going to be discussed. It's going to become a hot topic in the elections in 2020. You've got all those people I just named, um, <clears throat> from Kamala Harris to Cory Booker to Elizabeth Warren, Beto O'Rourke, Bernie Sandals, etc. They all want to be president, and this is all part of their platform. So it's going to be a discussion that we're going to have as a country, and it's a discussion that needs to be open and honest. And I'll close it with this, ladies and gentlemen. Government health care, in my opinion, will be delivered with the compassion of the IRS and the efficiency of the post office. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HIA Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Once again, if you have a question or a comment, feel free to send it to me at the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com, or my Facebook page, Harry Hall, or America's Healthcare Advocate. Thank you. Goodbye, America. Goodbye, America.